Yes. Yes. We're live. What? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Oh, okay. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Welcome back to <laughs> Tea and, and Sympathy. <laughs> Dave, it's been such a long time. Not for our listeners. They, they're no, still for them it's week. been weekly. Well, actually, I missed, I missed two weeks. Because uh, I was in Barcelona. Oh. <laughs> Barcelona. It's nice for some. Oh, we haven't talked about this. I have a stalker now. Mm. You're right. We haven't mentioned that. Um, I don't actually have tea right now because I had a cup of tea on the way over, but Dave made me some hot water and lemon. And honey. Mm. And honey. And honey. Um, it's local honey. So it's... Only the best for Becky. Of course. Well, I wish everybody thought the same. <laughs> we'll talk about your mishaps in a second, thanks, <laughs> Um Anyway, how was Barcelona? Barcelona was, uh, it was good. It was really, really good. I got two tattoos, so that's fun. Um, my girlfriend. Ooh. I know, I have a girlfriend now. She, uh, yeah, don't, don't tell my stalker. She'll have a hissy fit. But, uh, yeah, my girlfriend loves them. They're good. They're good. Uh, they're good tattoos. I got a quill. Quill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then I got a key with Gaudi. <gasps> oh, the, the Gaudi fireplace. Amazing. Yeah. I love Gaudi. I didn't even know he existed until I went to Barcelona. When I was in Barcelona. Barcelona. <laughs> Vicky Cristina, Barcelona. Um, you were there to celebrate love. I was. It was actually, dare I say, the nicest wedding I've ever been to. It was that in a castle. That does not surprise me knowing who the happy couple were. Oh, it surprises me. Really? Oh, I just knew they would have a no, no names. Stop saying people's names. Oh. People don't want to be identified. But I could just tell. Mustin, they listen, would have Mustin is just <laughs> Mustin. Not a real person. I knew they would have an amazing wedding. <laughs> Fairy tale. Anyway. Beautiful. I got to say the ham in Barcelona. The jamón. The Iberian ham. Jamón ibérico. It's like a drug. I know. Like three of us guys so good. posted up for two hours eating ham. Just at a ham shop. We were at the we were at the market. At the market at the mercado and with the, the lads. Cheapest, well, the, the smallest amount you could get is fifty grams mm. of the best ham. It was like ten bucks. <laughs> and we were sitting around drinking beer, going another fifty gram. <laughs> I, I'm not even kidding. We literally <laughs> ate ham for two hours until one of us was like, "We need to leave." That's Spain. That is life in Spain. Oh, Amazing. Beautiful beautiful food oh it was a great trip we're here rotting in new york city because it's so cold and so sad and so dark yeah um what's been happening i've been sick you've been away we haven't seen each other in weeks did you you, did you miss me yeah i missed you oh of course i missed you oh but know who know who doesn't miss me the people of the subreddit <laughs> adultery oh my god who just banned me permanently from the sub and then got me banned or i'm sorry got us banned Even i would just need- like to say that i have little to nothing to do with our nothing. reddit account nothing um because i have a job and a life <laughs> Sorry, sorry, I'm putting the podcast on my back here, Baxter. It's true. Dave is taking the full weight. Dave is the Sisyphus of I this the podcast. podcast. He is. Yeah. He is the face, the life, the soul. I'm nothing but a voice. 
Um, anyway, so you've been spending a lot of time on Reddit, including a subreddit, r slash adultery, right? Well, okay, so not I wouldn't say a lot of time. I've been mainly on relationship problems, mm-hmm. dating advice, and dating. But someone that follows the account was active in the subreddit called adultery. And I was like, there's no way that's what it, what I think it is. And the picture of the What did you think it was? People cheating on each other. As in exposing one another or talking about or asking for advice? What? I thought it was people like asking for advice and thinking about how they could cheat on their spouses. Uh Uh-huh. And the truth was actually much, much worse. Go on. It's people doing that. And encouraging others to do the same. Stop it. Yeah. Horrible people. Oh, Jesus Christ. So I I made a post that said, this is wild sub. And went on to be like, hey, like I'm Dave. I've, uh, I'm a co-host on this podcast. Typically, I'm trying to help people find partners. But what I think is crazy is that you guys already found people and you're still looking for other people. And I'm not here to judge. I just find this to be quite interesting that you're doing this in a public setting. And it got 211 comments and people went berserk. I was just, oh, I was having fun with it in the comments. I won't lie. I was oh, having a lot of fun in the my comments. God. A few of them liked me. I got a few people actually messaged me trying to hook up with me. That was interesting. Um, what else happened? I had a few people apologizing for the behavior of the sub. One person messaged us and said, I used to be like them for seven years. I was in a sexless marriage and I finally got a divorce. And these people are just a bunch of cowards Yeah. who can't get divorced. Now, I will say this. There's a few people that reached out and they said, please don't judge me. I'm in a, an abusive relationship. I don't know how to leave. Mm. And that one's, you know, listen, relationships are complex and nuanced. Yeah. That one definitely pulled at my heartstrings a bit. But the border, the underlining fact is this. And this is a bit of a hot take, actually. But leaving a relationship is a lot easier than leaving a marriage. A marriage, you need a divorce lawyer. You signed a contract with this person. It's a whole thing it's to legal, get out of it. Yeah. not just emotional. Yeah, it's a whole thing to get out of it. Mm. So I feel for the people. I do. But you, this is why I don't rush into things. You know, and granted, I understand people can change and there's definitely going to be situations that were left undisclosed before the marriage. But the reality is, if you really can't fix your marriage, then you got to get out of the marriage. I think marriage is a bit of a scam. Whoa. Tell me more. Um, I think it's a really beautiful thing in a certain sense when two people are genuinely just like we want to show our commitment to one another to the whole world yeah um but in the sense that like conventional society is a proponent of marriage like you know governments give you tax breaks um if you're in the hospital dying your spouse is allowed to see you Sorry, everyone, I'm still sick. Becky's getting choked up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> your your spouse is allowed to come see you, but your long-term partner yeah. would not be. 
like you wouldn't have really yeah like if you're like for example if you're like um you know to turn off a life support machine or like god forbid a case like that your partner even if you've been with them for 20 years if you're not married that like power goes to your parents if they're still alive or your next of kin which would be you know me even a child but not your partner like marriage affords many benefits like in a like i said in a legal sense yeah um but i think in terms of like a a human emotional sense not so much interesting um i feel like marriage was the institution of marriage was like formed based on obviously heteronormative patriarchal standards basically to keep women oppressed and men in power and ensure that you know land and assets and whatever and you know is all passed down accordingly to keep men happy and I don't think marriage actually makes a lot of people happy that being said these days I do believe that fewer people are getting married but the marriages that are taking place are lasting you really believe that? Yes. No, I th- it's true. Do we Divo- have the stats to back that I believe, up? I believe it used to be that 50% of marriages were ending in divorce, right? Because it was a generation where people were getting married because they thought they yes. were supposed to. Yes, but I believe that statistic was a bit lopsided. Well, now it, that statistic I don't think is true because now it didn't, it not didn't factor people are in multiple divorces from the same person. Oh, whatever. Well, that changes things. If some people were staying together and one person got married and divorced three or four times, that skews it, no? Yeah, but it's still marriages that are happening and ending in divorce. Yeah, it's certain problematic people that clearly... Well, I don't. I think like a few problematic people aren't going to like cause the divorce rate to skew necessarily. You but haven't been on adult adult. <laughs> <laughs> I certainly haven't, and I can't now because we're banned. Only for three. Only I'm permanently banned from that one. <laughs> only banned from ready for three oh days. Oh my god. Um, no, I mean, but then okay, if we're looking at the topic of infidelity as a whole, yeah, which is what we want to talk about this episode, not marriage. Although maybe th- we could talk about marriage instead. I don't know, but I think um, infidelity in marriage obviously is looked at as being so much worse than in like a non legal relationship oh absolutely um because it's a you're you signed a contract you are legally bound to that person yeah but i don't think like that i don't think marriage should be afforded that much importance neither do i like i and i think a relationship is every relationship is as valuable as the other okay um and i don't think it matters whether you've been together one year or 20 years Interesting. Um, Interesting. Okay. However, I think people do tend to look at relationships. Like, they'll be like, oh, my God, my parents have been married for 40 years. Oh, my gosh, my grandparents were together for 70 years. And it's like, okay, but were they happy? Were they happy? I think happiness is a uh, it's a relative question. <laughs> that's true anyway i feel like we're getting so far off topic i'm sorry that's my fault um you're good 
but let's go back to you're a little rusty you know you have those in a while it's true it's been a long time <laughs> and i'm recovering from flu oh heartbreak oh the flu oh, from flu. Sorry. sorry no i'm not heartbroken okay don't worry everyone <laughs> she's fine she's holding it together <laughs> Oh my god, okay. it's because you jinxed it. It's because on the last, like, a f- couple episodes ago, you were like, Becky has a boyfriend. I was like, no, I don't. But you jinxed it. I jinx- <laughs> I, I'm jinxed now. I'm the one with girlfriend. Uno <laughs> <laughs> reverse card. Uh, <laughs> um. Anyway, right. Let's talk about infidelity. Have you cheated on someone? Yeah, I have. What was the, what was the act of, was it sex? Was it kiss? What was it? <sighs> God, I don't know how. Oh my God, how much a rim job, Becky. <laughs> Becky. I don't know how much detail I want to go into because it's not something. Obviously, I'm You're not anonymous. proud of it. You're literally anonymous. Shut on this up! Podcast. No, I'm not. Everyone knows my name. Um, you, no one follows you. you. No one knows who you okay, are. Okay, all right, fine. I'm the one with. I'm the face <laughs> of the podcast. <laughs> it's true. Right. Okay. This was ten years ago. Um, I was in a very unhappy relationship. Okay. And I had just moved to a different country okay what was your hairstyle like my hairstyle yeah, i want to picture becky 10 years ago um side parting wow good thing we got maybe f- a bit frizzier <laughs> i don't know I, <laughs> I looked basically the same just a little baby faced more baby okay um you still look pretty baby faced well it's because i have excellent jeans and i drink a lot of water but anyway, um, it was 10 years ago and I'd moved to a different country than my partner at the time. Um, I'd been with him for a year and a half. Okay. Um, I think, um, yeah. And he came with me. He helped me move. Um, he stayed with me for a week, helped me find an apartment, like, you know, was there um he left i cried for hours and a couple of weeks later i realized that i did not want to be with him anymore and this had been a very codependent almost like i think it was one of those relationships where we really ended up bringing up the worst in one another it was um which is always ugly it was ugly it was somewhat abusive um in certainly in like an emotional way Mm. Um, there were other various instances, but like he hurt me, I hurt him. And unfortunately, instead of being able to walk away from one another, the situation in which we were in meant that we were just kind of forced closer together. And it just was constantly reinforcing this codependence. It was very unhealthy. And obviously I played a part in that. Um, but yeah, I realized that I just didn't want to be with this person. Um, and I was, you know, in a new place, meeting lots of new people. I was at an event with some friends one night and I was chatting with a guy. We were flirting and I had such a nice conversation with him. And I just felt so like, honestly, at the time I was so buoyed up by this interaction that I'd had with someone new. You know, when you like just get that ego boost. Yeah. And it's, I want to talk about this because it's something Mm. that married people experience. Yes. And that's scary. Yes. Well, this guy actually was married. Wow. Um, anyway, I, I basically went up to him and his group of friends later in the night and I'd written my number on a napkin and I gave it to him. Becky. Yeah. 
Um, Whoa, hook, line, sinker. Anyway, so I think the next day or a couple of days later, he called me. We talked. We agreed to go for lunch. Yeah. He came and picked me up from my job and like we got talking and that's when he told me that he had kids. I was like, Whoa. wow, okay. Um, Did you then, think he was single? Yes. Okay. Then it kind of came out. Well, he thought I was also single. No, but like... But I wasn't. <laughs> when you find out that yeah. you have kids, you, you know... Yeah, then then it transpired that he had a girlfriend. Well, it went from, you know, a baby mama to a girlfriend to a wife. Oh. And I was like, oh, okay. That's gross. I, can't, I see. Um, But honestly, I think I was so, like, desperate for attention and I was so lonely and I was just so, like, lost and didn't know what to do that I saw him a couple more times. Were you guys um, hooking up each time? We never, we never had sex. Okay. Um, just diddled. Oh God, it makes me feel sick. <laughs> I'm so disappointed in myself. But like, yeah, I'm not gonna make excuses for myself. It was a horrible thing that I did. Um, there was one time he came and took me for lunch, and my, the boy, my boyfriend at the time had been texting me like, "Hey, I really want to like Skype you. Um, can you go home?" on your lunch break so that we can Skype because I would have two hour lunch breaks and I was like no I can't today I, I can't I can't Skype mm. today I'm like I'm really busy at work I can't I'm sorry he was like please please just go home just go home and I was like I can't anyway I got home after work that day and my boyfriend was sitting on, in my bedroom he had flown to the country to and had you. got my doorman to let him in oh. to my apartment and he was sitting there on my bed did you, and it, did you end it there? No. Becky, no. Listen, listen. Becky. When I saw, listen, oh. this was just, this was the beginning of the end. When I saw him, my heart dropped. I did not want to see him. I did like, when I saw him in my bedroom, I literally, you should, you would think like you would be ecstatic, right? You should be ecstatic to see your partner oh, who's course. come and surprised you, has flown to a different country to come and surprise you. No, I was like, fuck this. I don't want to see this person. Mm. Anyway, um, cue a week of fights, like screaming, crying, him storming out. Like it was messy. So, so messy. Um, He, I think, confronted me. He was like, are you seeing someone else? Is there someone else? And I was like, no. Because I wasn't like, I didn't care. I didn't care about. you the out, Becky. I didn't care about this other guy, though. That's the thing. Like, I really didn't like it wasn't about him. It was about the attention. And it was about like the escape, the need to escape from the relationship I was in. So when, did, how did you get out of this? So like that wasn't the only person that I cheated on him with. I cheated on him with two other people. Oh my god, Becky! I know. And then eventually, Becky. So no. I I moved at, in September, and it was it wasn't until Christmas that I actually officially ended it with him. <sighs> it was really fucked up. I was I was in a really fucked up place, and oh. what I did was really fucked up. I and there is like this. no excuse. There is no you excuse were the for it. Saint of saints, Bexter. No, no. I like I really fucked up. I did some fucked up shit. I was in like that whole year. I was in a bad place. I was in a bad place, like Jeez. emotionally, mentally, um, and that relationship. Like I, if I hadn't gotten out of it when I did, if I hadn't moved countries, I think I would probably be married and potentially divorced from that person hmm. right now and i i actually probably wouldn't even be here 
not like I would the be alive. I would be alive, but You'd like I wouldn't be in New he York. Would have killed you. <laughs> um, Jesus. Yeah. Okay. Well. So. <laughs> God, Dave was, wasn't I expecting. I didn't expect that, that story. No. Um, I've also been cheated on okay. multiple times, but I like I told that story in the in the breakups episode i think you did yeah um, yeah the i didn't go into too much, yeah the snapchat guy i didn't go into that much detail but like i've also been cheating not like i'm not excusing it i don't think it's acceptable ever to cheat i think if you're gonna if you want if you've met someone else or if you just want to be like single or like play the field that's totally fine you just have to communicate it and communication is something over the past 10 years i have worked so hard on and become so much better at because I had no idea how to express myself as a 21 year old and now fair, yeah. yeah now I'm like I would pride myself on my communication honestly well, now you're but, well seasoned with age right exactly but back then <laughs> a decade ago holy shit I was a toxic little bitch <laughs> I, won't, I will admit it it was it was bad Wow, the disappointment. I just didn't. I did, that's that's yeah. I uh, you've never, never had that story. I've never done anything like that. No. No, have you, you've never cheated on anyone. So my, I have two instances. My first is my first girlfriend in high school. Um, lived in L.A. And she's actually very successful now. I'm very happy for her. She's doing exactly what she wanted to. She's literally at the top of her industry at age 30 so it's very impressive um but yeah we were in like this weird long term relationship and you know she was in LA I was in New York and we were kids we were in high school and I think this was like the second this is either the first or second time I've ever gotten drunk and uh this girl was like all over me at the party she heard i had like this hot girlfriend in california and just like kept asking to like go down on me and when you're young you know oh, no i know and you know i had just i had just had sex with my girlfriend for the first time and once you do it and she she flew back to la right so it's like once you do it it's like the dam is broken mm. it's like you're craving it mm. and it was really difficult and i uh I got drunk and uh, I let this random person go down on me in the woods and I felt awful. I, I, I got like, I told her to stop before like, this is only like 30 seconds. I told her to stop. I felt awful about it. And I told her about it. Um, How soon after the incident did you tell her? Immediately. Good for you. <laughs> Honestly, I, I don't think my tone on that has changed if I'm being honest. And it's, it's not a take most people will like or enjoy to hear, but I think the burden of whoever cheated is on the cheater. I don't think, I think if there is no chance of STDs and everyone's safe, I don't think you should tell the person. I don't think it's mm. their burden to bear. Yeah. I think that's the burden of the cheaters to bear. No, honestly, I would agree with that. Yeah. Because I think if you are... If you're with someone, say you're like dating early stages or like whatever it is, and you really like this person, but like you have a blip where you're just like, fuck, I don't want to commit. Like yeah, there's this yeah. other person who's like really interesting to me. I want to have this like, I want to see what happens with this person. And you have maybe like one wild night and afterwards you're like, 
I got that out of my system or afterwards you're just like, you know what? That's not it for me. Yeah, it's not yeah. what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Um, and I actually, that's consolidated my feelings for the person I was originally with. Yeah. And you can live with that guilt if you have any. And yeah, you're right. Like if there's no health risk to anyone, if you can just keep it to yourself and no one else has to know and it's not going to do any damage, I'd say don't say anything. Yeah. And I, honestly, I, I didn't tell, I didn't tell my ex that I'd slept with someone else. Well, yeah. that I'd slept with three other people. I, you know, the, in college, I was dating someone who told me like, she was just the worst. Like we've talked about her. She was just not, we weren't compatible. And she told me like, she didn't like kissing me. She didn't like my tongue in her mouth. And that like totally sent me. I was just getting so drunk in college. Just making, I wouldn't do anything more about just make out with people at parties because I was like, and I'd be like, I'm a good kisser, right? Like I'm a good kisser. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she just didn't like tongue. It, it not was, not it was necessarily your tongue. It was very upsetting to me. And, you took uh, that so personally. I did. I never told her about that because I was like, nothing really. I mean, it's kissing and it's not kosher by any extent, but you know, it is what it is. And I, I will say this, like if I'm, I am dating someone right now um, who's wonderful. She's great. And All right, like, Dave, we get it. You have a girlfriend. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm off the market. <laughs> um no but like if like she were to hook up with someone else and realize that oh like i'm dumb like i really i really love dave and this is this is stupid i don't know if i would want to know about it yeah you know if i'm being honest here because as long as like there's no risk to my health or anything like that Mm -hmm. sometimes you just you need that i hate that and I hate that that's a thing, but it is very much a thing. We can't just ignore the fact that there have been plenty of people that have decided to cheat, realized I'm an idiot, I have it great, and then went on to live loving lives like committed to their partner. Right, to errors, to be human. And also, if we're thinking about it like this, this structure of relationships is so imposed and unnatural in a way like you're not really nature never intended us to like be boyfriends and girlfriends like put labels on things all this sure about that yeah i think all this but look at penguins no i'm not saying monogamy is fake i think monogamy is very real but i think like the rigid um like labeling of relationships is actually something like people complain about oh we're in a talking stage oh like we're exclusive, but we're not boyfriend and girlfriend yet. We're like, you know, we're this, we're that. We're not this, we're not that. It's because it's so nuanced. And actually, what human, I think what humans need, or rather what people are struggling with, is like the lack of ability to put into words how they feel. And therefore, we need these kind of like defined um, boxes to put ourselves into relationship-wise in order to feel secure whereas actually it's not the label that does that it's how that person treats you Mm. and how you both feel about one another and the trust that you have between one another um that makes like a good relationship i agree with that 
And I feel like you're monogamous because you actually genuinely have no interest in being with someone else. And if you do have interest in being with other people, then actually that's when, I know we've discussed this, but that's when something like polyamory would come into it where you have to be communicative and be like, hey, I actually like love you, but I also want to be with other people physically or I want to date other people because like emotionally I need more because you can't give it to me or like you're away traveling half the time with work and I need companionship and therefore like while I want you and want to be with you like that's not enough so I need more if like that's something you're okay with like whatever it is that you're communicating as long as it's being communicated then I think you know there should be more not leniency but just open-mindedness towards different kinds of relationships and therefore that makes infidelity kind of a hmm it's it's a very nuanced subject I think it's complicated a lot I mean it's such a charged topic yeah I think it's not black and white anymore because you're not like getting like we're not a generation that's getting married at 20 and staying with that person our whole lives like our grandparents were even if it was an unhappy marriage we're not doing it like our parents were which is also to get married pretty young and then divorce halfway through and it's not like and we're even you know even elder millennials I think to a certain extent like they're getting married but like realizing that these marriages are not healthy ones and therefore leaving them well a lot of people aren't getting divorced now they're just opening up the marriage because they because a lot of people in our generation are products of divorce mm. and so what they're doing is they're not getting divorced because they don't want to do it to the kids but they open up the marriage that's very common now i've read multiple articles on it yeah but you know i don't know i have a friend who was not on the podcast but she's almost positive that her parents swing oh and she was telling me that they always go away with other couples Mm. but that they have an incredibly strong marriage and she said they have one of the strongest relationships she's ever seen and i met them yeah and they're wonderful they have a very strong marriage yeah i you know because i i grapple with this sometimes it's not that it's not that when i'm in a relationship i want to cheat it's that i miss the thrill of discovering other people right the openness that comes with being single no you're right though because it like i don't know about the openness it's just that there's something no but it is when you're single there's like there's the, there's this potential constantly glimmering away that when you're in a relationship it kind of gets snuffed out a little bit because you have to think about another person's feelings and you have to think it's about not, what's appropriate it's not so much that it's like it's gonna sound crude talking about it but it's like if you're in the club mm. and you know you know you're looking good you know your song comes on can't relate and you're like i'm, gonna, Never throw, in the club. I'm gonna throw this ass you know this is like a classic Tuesday for a Becky. <laughs> so it's like, you know that you feel good. And then you catch eyes from someone across the room and looking really good. And you know, in that split second, something could happen. Yeah. Right. There's something sexy about that. Right. Right. It's unfamiliar. It's new. Exciting. It's adventurous. Exci- exactly. Yeah. That is not existent in a relationship. You trade that for love and stability 
Yeah. Which is wonderful. <laughs> but. Yeah. And most people in marriages, this is what they grapple with. It's this constant routine. They get bored. Yeah. And so the idea of like having other people come in is exciting. It's refreshing. Right. It spices things up. Now, I don't think it works for a lot of people. I think no, because you have jealousy. to have both of you agreeing on it in exactly the same circumstances. Like you both have to be comfortable. You both have to be able to communicate. I'm comfortable with this. I'm not comfortable with that. Like, this is what I like. This is what I like, you know? And all of these kinds of things, like, it's just like, it's so hard to get into a relationship because yeah. you have to have the compatibility and circumstances align on so many levels. But when you're already in that relationship and you're moving to the next stage of it, and it, like, that isn't necessarily going to be smooth sailing. Even if you've been together no. for years and years and years and years, there's still going to be things that you don't, necessarily gel on but i just uh, so like it all it all comes down to communication basically cheating i think is not a bad thing if you tell the person immediately and Ooh, if you, you said we don't tell the person look if you're gonna end the relationship well, okay actually okay okay listen oh my god actually Becky, no you don't have to tell the person Becky, i check no no no. i take Becky's it back all over the i place. take it back i am all over I the place vodka i'm tea. just trying to think this through <laughs> Becky's okay drunk. i feel like if you are unfaithful to your partner you do not need to tell them however you must end the relationship if you have any like if you're planning on doing that regularly whether with the same person or with different people or you think oh my gosh I really liked that or you thought you have to look into why you cheated in the first place are you deeply unhappy in the relationship and that's why you looked for something else are you unfulfilled by your relationship? And that's why you went looking for another person. If the answer little, is yes, a little hoe. if the answer is yes, then you need to end that relationship. You don't need to tell the other person what you did or why you're ending it. You just need to end it rather than stringing them along. Because let me tell you, I have been in a relationship where someone was telling me they loved me, but not showing it. And they were cheating on me the whole time. Snapchat. And they, yes. And he would not end the relationship. I cannot tell you how many times I've had to break up with myself because the other person could not communicate that you they didn't want to be with, with me. Yourself. Breaking yeah. up with myself is initiating a difficult conversation that I do not want to have because it's not going to end in the way that I want it to. But I have to because the other person is treating me so poorly or not communicating or is like doing things like being unfaithful that mean the relationship has to end. Even if I don't yeah. want it to end, like... When you there's nothing worse, honestly, than being with someone who you love and want to be with and want to work it out with, and knowing that you have to end that relationship yourself because of the way that they're acting. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. But you have to prioritize your unhappiness, you know. Absolutely, but I think that's really difficult for people who don't necessarily know who they are, maybe without a relationship. Like you know, when you've been in a relationship so long that you lose yourself to that relationship oh, yeah. it becomes part of your identity right part or of your personality you've never been out of uh, like you maybe you've been in like i certainly struggled with like serial monogamy like i just didn't know how to be alone i didn't know how to be with myself mm. so i would jump from relationship to relationship That's even common. if they were toxic and unhealthy yeah just because i couldn't face like because they're tall going through the world alone it's tall men i love a tall man they not anymore becky's team short <laughs> king i said one thing you hear that reddit <laughs> Becky's coming down to your level. 
I just said I'll accept a short king if they treat me like a queen. So slap on your flats <laughs> and, meet, and meet Becky at the bar. <laughs> no, I would never, ever cheat on someone ever again. I can guarantee that. I don't believe that for a second. I would. I can guarantee. I'll. Never uh, it's not. Ever. It's not that I don't. Be, it's not that I don't believe all women. It's that I don't believe all Beckys. <laughs> and I just. I don't believe that. If I'm being honest with you. Or do you think once a cheater, always a cheater? I do no. not think that's true. I don't believe that. No. I just. I don't think. I also resent the phrase cheater because I don't think me having been unfaithful in one relationship makes me like a cheater as in like it doesn't define my character because i every relationship i've had since i've been 100 percent faithful i got cheated on my most recent relationship mm. you know that sucked yeah um but it's just like i don't know it's it's complicated you know and yeah. i'm i am someone who understands and recognizes love versus lust you mm. know i understand what it's like to feel desired and to feel sexy i get it yeah i understand why people do it and people are like you're the worst person ever it's like no it's just human because if that those feelings fade over time when you're with one person for a long time yes you build this amazing foundation of like trust and love and stability and respect but you do obviously lose that like that frisson that you have in the beginning where everything's exciting and like if you get that again with another new person obviously that's going to be enticing yeah and it's just it's hard because it, yeah it fades that's yeah. the thing about marriage it's scary you know yeah. if you're in a marriage i've met women who are married or engaged and we've had energy and you can tell you know when you have energy with well, someone. Well, I don't think chemistry really knows any labels. No, and that's the problem. Because if I have chemistry with a dude, you know, we're not going to like bang it out in the bathroom. You know, it's a little well, different. neither are you with a woman necessarily. Well, it's happened. But what I'm saying with is... Mar with, have you, you've been with someone who's been married or engaged or in a relationship. Have you been the other party? Let me think about that. I don't believe yes. so, but let me think. Hold on, let me think. I'm almost certain no. I actually, I have, there was another time I went on a date with a boy that I met um, like on a bar crawl. Wait, hold on, hold on. Hold no, on. Let no, me let think. me finish the story. Think, let me think. Let me finish the story. I, went, I have to I'm, think. Okay, while well, you're thinking, I I'm telling this story. I go through. Shut up, Dave. I'll tell the story while you're thinking. Okay. I was. I met this boy on a bar crawl. Um, he was, he was German and we had a nice day. We like went to a market and then we went to the park and we were like sitting and having a couple of beers in the park. And then we kissed and he told me that he only had one testicle. Oh. And I was like, that's fine. <laughs> and then he texted me the next day to tell me that he had a long term love back in Germany and he couldn't do this to her. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. OK. OK. I've been on a date with a married woman. Mm. But the partner knew about it. It was like an open ethical non-monogamy. Yeah, they were trying that out, and yeah. we didn't we didn't do anything. And she hit me up, um, not too long ago, actually, and told me that her husband was gonna be out of town. She wanted to see me, and I said no because I was seeing 
my right, current girlfriend. You have a girlfriend. Well, we weren't. Me and my girlfriend weren't dating officially at that okay. point. But I just, I didn't have any interest. At yeah, that point. right. Exactly. Yeah. That's like that. I think that's where like natural monogamy comes in, and then there's like societal monogamy. I think there's a different. There's a distinction between the two. Yeah, I turned down a bunch of people. Mm. Now that I'm thinking about it. like when I was like kind of leading up to my current girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I like cut off a bunch of people. I think what is beautiful about like marriage and things like that is like natural monogamy may fade, but then you make that choice to be societally monogamous. And that's how you like build a life together in which you can survive in the society we live in. It's not necessarily like pure human instinct, but just like if you look at the world, you know, that we are in capitalism capitalism um we love patriarchy patriarchy all, <laughs> all of these delicious things Ooh. that we have to deal with on a daily basis um, dominant women you have to <laughs> shut up Dave. Like, spread when you're choosing to be a monogamous i think that's actually like it is a beautiful thing because it's one way to survive in this horrible world i don't think it's that bad of a world I That's because like you're world. a white cishet man, white. David. Fuck off. I'm not white. <laughs> yes, you are. Uh, no, I'm Jewish. Oh it is a bad God. time. It is a bad time to be me right now. Let me tell you. Okay. <sighs> yeah, well, it's also a bad time to be. Uh, no, it's not. It's been great. Time a minority to be. in general. Oh, it's been fine it's to a bad be a time woman. to be a child. It's a bad time to be a woman. It's a bad time to be in living in an underdeveloped country. It's a bad time to be. You know, some of An the island people, nation. Some of the happiest people I've ever met were in Bolivia. They lived in a garage, okay, and they were the happiest people I've ever met. They didn't even have enough beer to drink beer. They had to mix it with Coca-Cola. Okay, well, think how happy they'd be if they just had a little more beer. Oh. But that's what I'm saying, is that <laughs> it's all very relative. We have of so Of course it's much. relative. Of course it's I relative. Think, I think that most of the world, if I'm being honest, is like they're not like doing amazing but at um, the same time we're doing what pretty is shit we're doing pretty shit the <laughs> world is not going to exist in like a few hundred years is it a world is it a simulation we don't know we don't know anything but you know what all i'm trying to say is this just because you have more does not necessarily make you happier My no that's that's for sure i'm not saying it's about it's not about having more it's about having meaningful relationships the fundamental essentials to live a dignified human life and love love is included in that dignified human life as in you are living in safety in security with a network around you with a with community with the freedom of expression you have a culture you have like uh, a purpose in life that fulfills you all of these things all of these I'm things that you need on the way to self-actualization that's I'm what not living in safety right now i didn't say that you were you but know like, i'm I mean, not living are... a dignified life oh my god this is not what we're talking about <laughs> anyway anyway <laughs> you've been cheated on i've been cheated on it sucks and i think we can both agree that the best means to deal with any kind of situation involving someone being unfaithful in a romantic relationship is communication yeah oh wait so now we've settled that we got some time left have you ever had a stalker 
No. Actually, yeah, I have. Really? <laughs> I have. I think I was... Did they stalk you, like, in person? Or yeah, I think really? I was, like, 14. Oh, wow. Yeah. How old was It was, was someone he? I knew from, like, primary school. He was my age. Um, oh, it wasn't really that serious. It was just, like, a lot of unwanted attention and gifts and, like, things left on my doorstep and, like... That counts. Yeah, it was un- a little unsettling, but I think he had, um, like, some kind of disorder oh he was a little i'm not sure spectrum i think he was autistic yeah um and also you know what's what's like (laughs) my toxic trait is that anytime anyone love bombs or like it gets obsessed with me i'm like of course of Of course course? because i'm so amazing oh jesus becky (laughs) anyway right hold on i got i got got, about your stalker dave it's freaking me out She's they, listening. Uh, probably, yeah. She'll be listening right now. She keeps calling me. Mm. How'd you get your number? I don't know. That's scary. Yeah. It's very unsettling. You number. You can take well, my so they name. Called me, they called me on, uh, or she called me weeks ago, and I picked it up because I was waiting for a call, and I just didn't recognize that it said no caller ID. So what the person knows what they're doing is wrong. So I picked it up and she was trying to meet up with me. Yeah, but she, she doesn't. So she doesn't want to be contacted, contacted, contacted. Well, or hold on, identified. So the plot thickens, right? Uh. I was really offended by this call. I was freaked out. And every way I was like, where would you find this number? Like, how do you know about the show? Anyway, the next week I get another six calls. Same time on a Sunday. She's just come out of church. But it was all no caller ID. Yeah. And then she called twice without it, meaning she wanted me to know who the number was. So I called the number back with my girlfriend and she was like, this isn't Dave's number. Like, you got to chill out. Like, I don't know who you are. She was creepy, man. What'd she say? She was like, well, I have his number. And she's like, why don't you just you know, talk to him on Reddit? you know does he have like an instagram like all the different ways of contacting us no and so she hangs up in like a tiff don't hear the next week a week later another six calls from a new number because i blocked the other number oh my god yeah she's now created a new number to talk to me but i'm just like you i'm like of course i'm amazing but (laughs) of course i have a stalker why wouldn't you stalk me so i blocked that number but I'm going to have to go to the police, I think, and file a report. It's getting out of hand. It's kind of creepy. Shit. It is creepy. Six times in six, like, like spamming my phone with calls. If you're Dave Stalker and you're listening, he's taken. (laughs) I know. We could have been something great, but you freaked (laughs) me out, girl. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. Just be up front. Hey, communicate. I had to notify, I had to notify the doorman. I had to notify yeah. my work, my doorman at the work. Like it's a whole thing now. If you want to stalk, just be a better communicator. Yeah. Just like, and then you could actually money. have what you wanted. Yeah. Don't, don't call me. That's not, that's or not call me, but tell me who you are. No, she told me your name. What's the name? I can't say the name. Okay. If I say the name, I'm doxing someone, which is no. ridiculous. Are you? Okay. I don't know. I could be lying. Start with a K. Anyway. Anyway. I'm unnerved. Um, I'm sorry about that. 
it's a distressing thing to go through. But I'll say this. But Stalker, after only four episodes on the podcast. Honestly. You must be doing something we might, right. Yeah, we might not be that bad <laughs> podcast. We might be doing pretty good. Anyway, I think I feel like this. Wow. I, I don't know what. I hope go. no one I know listens to this and like thinks I'm a terrible person I sent for what mother, I did 10 years ago. I send your parents the new episode every week. Stop it. It's not funny. I do. On WhatsApp. Shut up. Anyway. Me and your sister talk. Stop it. <laughs> well, I mean, I would, if anyone has any ch- like terrible cheating stories, I actually thrive on them. I would love to hear them. I saw a TikTok the other day about a girl whose fiance proposed to her at Disney World and he told her to film it. But as she was filming it, texts from his mit- mistress popped up on the phone. So she found out that he was cheating on her while he was proposing to her. Insane. That doesn't make any sense. Yes, it does. She was filming him proposing. He gave her his cell phone because he he got up like to do a big show or something at Disney, mm. like do something in a parade or some shit. I don't right, fucking right, know. I've yeah, never yeah. been to Disney. I'm not a Disney adult. Never been to Disney. I've only been to Disneyland Paris. Only in Paris. <laughs> I am Becky. Another day, I'll tell you about a run-in I had with Chipetto, but <laughs> Chipetto, no. <laughs> anyway, oh, no, not Chipetto. Anyway. <laughs> but that's the Pinocchio guy, right? Chipetto? Chipetto. 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 Anyway, <laughs> he gave her his cell phone while he went to go and like propose to her on the big screen or something like that. And she was filming him. And mm. as she was filming him proposing, the messages from his mistress popped off on the screen. Like his mistress was popping off because he'd obviously told her, hey, we have to cut things off because I'm getting engaged. <laughs> anyway... Well, hey, mistress, pop off. Anyway, if anyone has Slay any mistress. stories, well, I don't know if people can contact us on Reddit anymore. We are, cr- well. But you can also contact time, us on by Instagram. The time this episode. Oh, you're right. Airs, the band will be over. Okay, you can get to us on. Email us at tsympathypod at gmail.com. Yes, Instagram, tsympathypod, um, Reddit. Anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. Call me. Yeah, you can find my number online. Stalk Dave, Stalk, if that's what yeah. takes your fancy. Anyway, I'm gonna have a whole little stalker crew. <laughs> yeah, oh. we'll see you all next week. Uh, Bye. Bye. <laughs>